Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Kaiser, Bender, and Baum's Retail Adventures Podcast. With me as always are George Ann Bender and Rich Kaiser, and I'm Jason Baum, the Baum and Kaiser, Bender, and Baum. How are you guys? Yeah, it's great. Thanks. For, yeah. <laughs> that was enthusiastic. <laughs> well, it, it's been raining here, and it's going to rain the rest of the week, and so we're still stationed in our respective houses and uh, you know i think we're all getting spring fever we want to go outside but there's a literally a lake in my backyard because we've had so much rain i heard people were kayaking down your street <laughs> pretty close that was rich's street oh my gosh yeah it's uh, i won't tell you how nice the weather is here today in 80 degrees and sunny oops sucks to be you yeah well <laughs> And, you know, with the nice weather, everybody's getting back outside and the world seems to be opening back up again. And, uh, you know, like our president said, it's going to be nice weather and it's just going to go away. So (laughs) not to be political, I'm being comical. Um, You know, it's it is kind of true. The world is opening up. The economy is opening up here. Uh, People are starting to get back to business. Um, I pulled it up earlier. Um, I think we said like, oh gosh, uh, there's only one, two, three, four states that are completely closed still. Uh, our two states happen to be them, uh, New Jersey and, uh, and Illinois. Illinois, but everybody else for the most part has opened up in some capacity. I mean, New Jersey, we opened up the beaches and that's really the most important thing, right? In New Jersey at this point and uh, yeah. close to Memorial Day. Can you but- go on the water? Uh, you can go in the, the water is open. Uh, the beach, technically you're supposed to, you can sit on the beach, I believe, but you have to be distant, um, you know, at least six feet. And honestly, the rule of thumb at a beach, you better not be that close to me anyway, in a normal day. So, yeah. But can you go in the ocean? You can. Yeah. Um, there, I believe there are lifeguards. I believe there might not be yet. That might be phase two. You might be right. Well, here, here. Our pools, at least in my town, our pools are closed for the entire year. Oh, wow. So maybe, really? it's a, maybe, maybe it's a saltwater thing. Yeah, we got nothing here. Um, this past week, I went to Wisconsin to a mall not too far from my house. It was an outside mall. Um, Wisconsin's guidelines are a lot more lenient than the ones in Illinois. Illinois, we're shut down. But in Wisconsin, they opened up the stores. And so I, I walked around Von Mar, which is this gorgeous department store, and there were, it was loaded. There were people in there. They were carrying bags. People were buying things. The people who worked in the store were wearing masks. The customers, except for me and a couple of others, were not. You can watch it on our Instagram, at, you know, Instagram TV, at, at Kaiser and Bender. Um, but they're acting like, okay, everything's fine. The bars are open. People are piling in. Each state seems to be doing a little something different. We were talking about the uh, Maryland restaurant that is using inner tubes. Basically, they took an inner tube, Rich. I don't know if you saw this. And they're putting it on like a little chassis (laughs) with wheels. And and then you put it around yourself. And that makes sure that you are socially distant from everyone else. (laughs) It's like a giant baby walker. (laughs) It is. It's really weird. (laughs) You're going to be good when you're really well, 
anything a good retailer can do to do business, I'm all for them, uh, to be frank with you. Uh, you know, I know there's been a lot of push back and forth, but, man, a lot of people are right on the edge of the edge. And uh, I don't want to see any more go off the edge. So I would, I would hope that we, when we open, we can open strong and give the people a chance to do it. And, you know, it's hard to take a stand to say it's okay when the president, when the, you know, the, uh, the doctors say that, you know, there's still a chance that it's not going to be good and we could be contributing to that. But uh, it really worries me. Yeah, in Geneva, the town right over from us, on Saturday, a bunch of the retailers put merchandise out on the sidewalks. And uh, they had, they were advertising it as to pick up and order your merchandise. When you come to pick it up, we also have um, sidewalk merchandise here, merchandise out, browse the rack. So last night, our, our, uh, one of our representatives for the district that I live in Illinois did a, does a phone call once a week, and I sat in on it last night, and they were talking about, I, he had people on who are definitely not fans of our governors, you know, closing the state down as, as tightly as it is. Um, but one of the things they talked about was that these businesses that break that rule and open up their stores and let people in in Illinois, it's a class A misdemeanor, which is punishable by seventy-five to twenty-five hundred dollar fine and up to two years in jail. But it's up to the state's attorney to reinforce that the state police and, and I, I don't know if that's gonna happen. It's gonna be like swatting flies. You know, some you hit, some you don't. I don't know how fair that is and I don't even know if that's where the effort should be. I think where the effort should be is to try to get somebody to pin everybody together and make it fair. But but beyond that, you know, it it's I think it's critical that we do everything that we can do as retailers to get ready when they do say turn the key. And I and I think that some are and some are way off base. So I, you know, I just hope that people are using their heads. Yeah, there's no collective. The ones that own businesses and the ones that control. Yeah, there's no collective, you know, guidelines and here's what you do because some states, you know, retail is open uh, as if nothing ever happened and come on in and everything's normal. Um, and then other states that were impacted a little bit more, um, you know, have stricter guidelines. Uh, in New Jersey, you know, while we're still not open, um, the Simon Properties malls. Uh, so West, um, the Garden State Plaza Mall here right by me in Paramus, New Jersey. It's one of the largest retail centers, right, in the United States. Um, Garden State Plaza is enormous. And it's the largest in New Jersey by far. Well, actually, not anymore because now we have the the mega mall that they opened, the uh, Dream Dream Mall. Yeah, the Dream. Uh, that Dream has been going on, by the way, for 17 years and counting to open. And they finally were going to open in March, <laughs> fully in March. And then this happened, and we're like, I, I mean, this mall has been going up forever. <laughs> Since when, when college. dreams become nightmares. Yeah, tell me about it. But anyway, the Garden State Plaza is now open for stores to allow for curbside pickup. So you can call Nordstrom's, you can call um, all the different stores that are in the mall. And then they have different zones where you can go park and they'll bring the product to your car. So they'll bring all your, you know, whatever you want to pick up. And that's how New Jersey's you know, we're creating. 
we're creating new ways of doing business. I, I don't think that's going to go away. I think that zone will stay there, and I think that there'll be a delivery service, probably for the malls, but it won't be out of the stores as much as it will be probably an adjunct uh, group of Warehouse. people in the mall that will be uh, for hire uh, as an association that takes care of that for customers. I, I do believe that'll happen. You know, because what we've made people, people are getting used to some of the things that we'll do for them. Pick your groceries, have it at your front door. You know, those types of things are, are, should be expected. I think they will be. Yeah, it's not new. It's just now everybody's no, had a chance before. to do it. <laughs> and I think people right. like it, but they also like, are going to miss going to the, to the malls. Well, it's what, we, it's what we've been talking about every week. Retailers now have two stores. Mm -hmm. You have an online store for pickup and delivery, and you have a brick and mortar where people want to come in and, and walk the sales floor and shop. I got to tell you what, in that store, in, in that Von Mar store in Wisconsin, people were happy. It, it was palpable, the ambiance in that store, people excited. So I don't know. To wait and see what happens, Rich. If, if everything goes according to what our governor wants, we're not going to be doing anything till July. So there you go. Oh, we'll be doing it before then. And that's that's that is just an argumentative. That's two sides arguing with each other, and you know it's going to settle out. It'll flush out. Yeah, it's like we, we talked, talked about, about the politicizing of this whole thing. I mean, we don't have to rehash it, but I saw some interesting yeah. signs uh, the, over the past weekend about the, the masks and people, you know, stores are taking it both extremes. I saw one that basically said, if you have a mask on, we're not going to serve you. Okay. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, well, that's extreme. <laughs> it's really interesting. Rich and I talked to a retailer earlier this week who has a store near a retirement community, and she's actually scared to reopen her store because she is afraid that her customers who are in the you know, the, the high category of, of could possibly catch COVID-19. She's afraid that one of them will come to her store, be exposed to somebody else and, and will get sick. And I, and I think a lot of retailers are dancing with that too. Another thing a lot of retailers are dancing to is how do we save money while our stores are partially closed or still closed or just getting ready to reopen? And that's a question that we've been asked a lot lately. Um, we just wrote an article about it for publication, but you know, I think we should address some of those things on how people can can save money until things get back to, to kind of normal. One of the things, Rich, that you talk about a lot is getting product out of the stock room and onto the sales floor because it's cash sitting on those dusty shelves back there. Yeah, and... Uh... You know, an old accountant, an old retail accountant many years ago told me a, a story or, or, or a, a truth that, that I never thought I never thought of before. He said that product that sits in the store costs you 1% a month. He said that's cheap loan, but that's 1% a month. 12 months, you got 12 more percent added on to the cost of the product. So in inventory turn is the lifeblood of a retail store. So to take something and put it in a back room and leave it sit for six months or nine months, this is absolutely absurd. Oh, I know it's going to be a great sidewalk sale item. But you know what? You're still taking money out of your own pocket. Cash flow is king. And, uh, and so every store that, that I walk into, 
Well, one of the first things I'll do is show me the back room. I want to see what the back room looks like. And then yeah. I ask them, where are the shelves? Where are the shelves? And they look and they go, what shelves? The shelves you have merchandise hidden on. And 90% of them show me. And then we have a tete tete But you know what? If you want to be successful, the truth hurts. But it's worth it. You know, so, yeah. You so, know, so many retailers packed up a lot of stuff because they said, well, we're going to be opening now in the springtime. So we're going to have to make room for spring. I'll tell you what, make room in your wallet for spring. Turn the old product into cash. Do what you have to do. I'm sorry you're going to take a hit. But then reinvest that and start turning the inventory. So if it's in season and it's saleable, you can list it on your website. You can sell it on social media. You can send out email blasts. You should be doing Facebook Live sales events because there are retailers right now who are making more money selling via Facebook Live and Facebook events than they are when their stores are open nor for business normally. So if it's old, if it's lost its appeal, mark it down. If it's too far past its sale point, donate it, take the tax write off. But think about what that old product is costing you each month, like Rich just said, and move it out. Someone just walked into the office and listened to that diatribe, and he said to me, when you were talking to George, he said, man, you sound like a curmudgeon. I said, a curmudgeon that'll make you money. He goes, yeah, you're right. And so that's a big, important message. It really is. Inventory turn. Inventory, inventory turn. turn. Inventory turn. Okay, here's another one that, that Rich, Rich is all over retailers about. And that is pushing back ship dates wherever you can, canceling shipments for items that will be past their sell date once you reopen, and asking vendors if it's possible to return any, any unsold goods. Well, Georgianne, you know what? It's a simple conversation. If you buy product, you ought to know when you want that product to be in your store. So if you're writing an order, I, we used to do this all the time in the department store industry. It is do not ship before. I don't want Christmas in, the, in, in February and March of this year. I don't want it. Don't send it to me so early. So it's do not ship before, ship complete by date, cancel if not shipped by a date. And let me tell you what else we did. We, write, we had a sticker that we, we put on the order, and it simply said orders shipped past the cancellation date will be subject to 25% off the invoice price or vendor has the option to send a return sticker to have it returned back to them. Yep. And you know what? 90% of the time, George, the vendors didn't want it back. And 100% of those times we took the, the, the discount off the invoice. Yeah, they give you a, they give you a percentage of the goods show up late and you decide to keep them, right? That's right. Well, you're, you're cutting into my sale time. So, you know we, what, it's probably going to be a problem. We also talked to uh, two retailers this week who had re returned goods to their vendors who had gotten permission to send things back. Um, so I guess the, the, the thing about that is nothing's going to happen if you don't ask. You have to be proactive. You have to be a good business person, yeah. And be proactive. So Jason, as an association professional you're always telling us that we need to shop our associations because many of them offer discounts and perks that you know you can't get anywhere else or 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 people perhaps haven't heard about 
Yeah. So it's always funny to me how many people I hear who don't take part in these. And I always wonder why, because these uh, benefits that you can get through trade associations, you know, everybody's familiar with AAA and AARP, and those are great for, for you. Um, but your trade association is here for your business. And these are deals, you know, you hear the expression power in numbers. Well, these, these deals are made through a national vet- vendors and they're pre-negotiated prices based off the power buying of multiple associations that back tons of companies. So you get deals that you just period cannot get anywhere else. Um, and you know, I serve as the director of membership and operations for AFCI, uh, formerly CHA, formerly HIA, however long you want to go back. Um, and you know, through AFCI, we partnered with a company called Savings for Members, and Savings for Members actually offers these um, discount programs to hundreds of associations. And, uh, you know, we've, we've been working together since January and I've been so impressed by their customer service. And we talk about customer service all the time and, uh, they have a whole slew of sales experts and all you have to do is reach out to them and they will work with you one-on-one to find the best, um, program for you because you, you may look at it and say, gee, I really want to use constant contact. Well, after talking to them, maybe you're using MailChimp, for example, and you're getting a better deal. Okay no sweat, but maybe they could just save you a ton of money on your credit card processor, or maybe they could save you a ton of money on your shipping. Um, these are things that trade associations are, are known for, and you should look into yours. I mean, I would recommend AFCI because I have to, and because it's wonderful, and, and I push the program over there. Um, but I know other trade associations do a good job with it too. Um, and you should, if, if you haven't looked into the savings and discount programs of the associations you belong to, and if you don't belong to an association, that's crazy. <laughs> if you are a small business, if you are a retailer, these associations are made for you because you can't get this deal on your own. But if you go to the trade association, you're probably not even paying a quarter or even like a, a sliver of what it's going to save you over the course of a year. Yeah, you know, you really woke up a bunch of our friends up in Canada the other day when when we were uh, when we were on a, a conference call with them and, and you started talking about some of the opportunities. Mm-hmm. I can remember one lady, I was watching her face and she just, her jaw dropped. She goes, well, wait a minute, did you say? And when you said yes, I could see her writing. So I, you're right. I mean, you know, it's got, they gotta be exposed and you gotta look for them because they, they save you money. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, it's not, I said about your personal and your business. Well, at the end of the day, too, if you're a small company, you know, that that does ripple into your personal. So we have like a sprint discount, for example, through this program. We have fuel discounts because you are driving around and you're doing things for your business and you are using your phone for your business. And these savings have a, a, you know, a huge impact on your bottom line, especially right now when you're trying to save every possible dollar that you can right jason tell them about the one on savings dashboard about the company that will come in and clean your bathrooms and restock (laughs) restock your sanitizers and all those things yeah it's called unifirst u-n-i-f-i-r-s-t and you know primarily and actually they're they're the largest partner of savings for members i know you can also get them through triple uh triple a um, but you can get it through AFCI as well. And um, they're the largest 
rental and lease program of like um, uh, uniforms, but they also have facility services. So they will come in on a regular basis, visit your business, pick up all the soiled floor mats, mops, wiping products, and replace them with fresh, hygienically clean ones. Uh, they'll restock your restroom supplies with hand soap, sanitizer, paper towels, sanitary tissue, and air fresheners. All the stuff I would hate to have to deal with myself. So shopping your association is a great idea. I noticed that when I was in walking around this outdoor mall on Saturday, that there were signs up in a lot of stores that said they did not accept cash. So cash used to be king, but during a pandemic, nobody wants to touch it. So now it's all about credit cards, debit cards, and contactless payments. Um, and they can be expensive, right? On the, for the retail. It can be. Those, those credit card processing fees really add up. So it, mm -hmm. it makes sense to shop around to find a company that, you know, a company that can, that can do it for you. So Payment Depot is a company that Rich and I work with frequently. We contribute to their blog and, and we like them because they charge a monthly membership fee and they give you access to direct wholesale rates for all your transactions. So it puts more money in your pocket. But stores are also looking now to go contactless. So I don't have to put my credit card in the credit card machine. I don't have to swipe it or put the chip in. Because after I do that now, the cashier has to sanitize that in between every single person and it's a, it's a nightmare. So Payment Direct has something called Swipe Simple and it's a contactless payment app that allows you to make payments through any iOS or Android. But you know what, I like that. I like when I can, can go to stores now and I can, I can tap to pay, I can tap with app, I can pay with Apple Pay, I can pay with Google Pay. I don't even have to carry my wallet around anymore. I just can do everything on my phone. And, and I also like the part that contactless keeps shoppers and employees safer. The employees not out there cleaning every five minutes. I like it you because I always Apple forget my wallet. <laughs> have you tried Apple Pay yet, Rich? Well, Apple hasn't paid me anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, you I yeah, me either. I got, I got a feeling that that day is coming when you come back in the office. Do you remember a couple of years ago when we first walked into an Apple store and they had the cashiers carrying around um, like little tiny cash registers, maybe the size of, a, of an iPhone, and you would buy something and they'd do it right on that register and we thought that was cool? It was then, an iPhone. They did it right on the iPhone. It was an iPhone. Yeah. And then Apple also introduced an app where I could go into a store and I could take something off a shelf and I could pay for it on the app on my phone. And I never had to interact with a salesperson or a cashier. I never had to wait in line. And we, and we laughed about it at the time. We thought, okay, who's going to stand here and watch who's, you know, really stealing stuff, taking it out, not computers, <laughs> but like us accessories. And now I think we really have come to that because people just don't want to touch money. Yeah. We're going to be a contactless society. But I like Apple I'm Pay. Not. I like it a lot. It makes it so much easier and you don't have to worry about your wallet. Uh, you could store your credit cards in it. This is like going to sound like a pitch for Apple Pay, which they definitely don't need, but it, it certainly makes things easier. But I mean, I don't think the majority of people are using Apple Pay. They are using the traditional credit cards. And like you were saying earlier, I mean, the fees associated with it, you really got to pick the right one. It's like shopping for insurance. 
I used Apple Pay last night at three in the morning because I and now I am. A <laughs> we don't want to know on what. <laughs> I'm like, no, I bought no, I bought last night. I bought it. This is the first thing that I purchased apparel wise since three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. What, what What were you doing up at three o'clock in the morning? I mean, I'm always up at three o'clock. Just buying shoes, on. apparently. I got two dogs that have issues, and I was up with one of them. So I got downstairs and I watched TV, but I decided I'd go through my email, and I got this really nice offer from Ann Taylor, and I <laughs> started shopping, and I bought a dress, and I bought a blazer. So now I'm, you know, I'm all set when we do our first, our first public gig again. I have a new outfit, and I, I feel optimistic about that. And I used Apple Pay. I just clicked that button twice on my phone and it's on its way to my house. It's scary, Beautiful right? Thing. It is it makes it way too easy to spend money. <laughs> right. It's almost like you didn't even do it. Yeah. So as I'm talking about spending money and and now I'm thinking about shopping for shoes, Jason. Thank you. I no, I'm actually wearing heels today. I'm wearing my tallest heels today as I walk around my house cleaning and picking things up and taking zoom calls. Cause I, I don't want to forget how to walk in them when rich, when rich and I go back to work speaking, which I hope is sooner rather than later. I think what we're talking about here is that little dollars can add up to big savings. We, uh, well, little conveniences can, can add up to big purchases. Makes it really easy. If you just snap it, snap it, snap it, and then have it shipped to my house. Bing, it's that's that's uh, that's golden for retailers. Oh, it is. And I think every, right. everybody better start dancing to this music. I got to tell you, everybody. And selling online. I'm talking about the little dollars that you save add up into bigger savings. We um, we look, took a really hard look at everything we spend money on our in our company, and there were a lot of things that were convenient for us different, you know, applications and things that we use for our business that we're not going to use for a while. So we, we put them on pause or we didn't renew some of them. We didn't renew the service contracts on, on some of the office equipment. One of our retail clients was talking about a loyalty program that she had that cost her almost $600 a month. And she found one that's a hundred bucks a month with pretty much the same bells and whistles. So she did a little shopping and, and saved herself money. You know, we canceled, I used to be a big magazine junkie and they would just pile up in the office because I never read them and have time to read them. So we stopped paying for magazine subscriptions that we don't read or we're not in the office. We don't need the, we don't need newspapers every day. Just, you know, look at the, look at the memberships and the things you spend money on and just back off if you don't need them. Well, yeah. And I, I can talk to, to membership subscriptions, really do your homework. It's kind of like, it's like I was saying before, it's like your insurance a little bit, you know, a, a membership subscription and something, you know, if you're not getting the value back for what you're paying, then yeah, it might not be worth it. But there are memberships like we were just talking about with AFCI and not to toot our own horn, but you know, I know that you could save thousands of dollars and a simple membership is $185 for the year. So that's like a no brainer yeah. because just when you talk about the discount programs we were talking about before, that pays for the membership. If you're paying for something just because you're paying for it and you do every year and you're not, you're really using the benefits, like you said, like the magazine that you're getting that no one's reading. Nobody's reading it. 
get rid of it. Can you? Right. Can I tell you about one, Jason? I'm I'm not sure. I just ran into this company about two years ago, and I've watched them at, at conventions. May I may I tell you about a company that uh, about shipping products? What they do? Yeah. Would that be okay? Go for it. Yeah. This is amazing. This is there's a company that that George Ann and I actually found at a convention one time. They called Refund Retriever. And you know what they said? He said, when you ship something, you get a designated time that that package will be at the location. If it doesn't make it at the location, you are entitled to get that fee that you paid to send it there returned back to you. And so what he did was, I know it's a big company, I think now, it's a very effective company. And they, all, they get together with retailers, anybody that ships, you know, the customers, they get hooked into their, you know, for example, UPS. I don't know how you do it, but they, he gets hooked up in the UPS so he can, he, can mat, he can march every package that is sent. And any package that gets to a location after the time, one minute after the time it's supposed to be there, he does, you know, the, the carrier for it. They, ret- they refund the money, i.e. refund retriever, and 50% of that money is, is put in a check and sent to the owner in a business. And, and as he said, this money people have been laying on the ground and walking away from for years. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. So you know what, when Jason, you come up from, from the association and say, look, at, we've got a new place to go that's going to save you money or a new vendor that can do something for everybody should, I mean, peel your eyes back and open up your ears because it is probably going to save you some serious money. And that makes our life easier as retailers. Rich, I want to say something about shipping while we're on that topic. You always tell, and I love to watch you do this when we're doing story models. You go into the back room and you start picking up packages and you start weighing them because you, you you want to show people that, you know, this is how much it weighs and this is what they charged you and this is how much it should, you should have been charged. Right. I always tell you, bill them back. If it weighs five pounds and, and it costs, it, it, it would cost you $6 to send that to them back in California, then why are you paying $12? Let me tell you, that's a great income. Uh, it's not right. Nobody should do that. But there are companies, George, that, that put surcharge on freight rates for no reason at all. You know, they'll weigh it and say, okay, it could be seven, charge them 10. Uh, I mean, somebody's going to want to you know, yell at me now for saying that. But the fact of the matter is, in a department store industry that I was in for like 35 years, every carton that came in was weighed, every one. And we determined how much would it cost us to send that back if we were just shipping it back to them. That's the freight we would reimburse. You just said said surcharge. I read an article online on one of the one of the retail newsletters that we get every that we get every day, and I can't remember the exact details, but one of them said that some stores are going to start charging a surcharge for shopping in them because of the amount that they have to pay to get things ready for COVID nineteen. Well, that's a mistake. You heard anything about that? That's I read that. I read that this morning. Read that too. I read that this morning, and I would tell anybody that's in business, that's the cost of doing business. Yeah. Right. I mean, unfortunate. I, I had a 
but it's not right. No, it's not right. I but don't, that's I why don't you. But that's why you watch your expenses in other areas. So you know, this is right. like the new expenses, and now you have to get rid of the expenses that maybe don't apply anymore. That's like the people that's who really charge right. you. It would say to you, if you charge something on a credit card under ten dollars, there's a dollar surcharge. No, not buying that's it. Like, that's like me walking into a store and they say uh, that two dollar item is now three dollars to you. Well, why is it three dollars for me? Because the person before you had, we had to give them a mask and it was a buck. Well, let them yeah. pay for their mask. I don't want to pay for their mask. None worked that no, way. No, I, I, you know, cost of doing business is the cost of doing business. So maybe that's a good thing though, because then every business then gets a little bit sharper about watching expenses. It's a little bit sharper about initial and maintain markups in their stores. And you know, when you're worried about initial and maintain markup, you're a merchant. So you got that least bit would be, how do I get my money back on a mask? Don't worry about it. If you're a maintain and initial margin kind of a person, you won't have a problem. I mean, you're, you're, that's our, that's our t-shirt for the week. That's our t-shirt for the week. Maintain your margin. Maintain All right, margins. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring this home. Retailers that are listening to us, when you get the all clear to open your store, reopen your store when you're ready. When you're ready, take your time. You don't have to open the next day at nine o'clock in the morning like you always did. You don't have to do that. You don't have to bring everybody on staff back at once. You can start by opening fewer hours than you normally have, than you normally are open. Test the waters, see what people are doing, and keep selling online. But right now, most of the retailers that are opening are at shorter hours. They have less people working in the stores because there are less customers coming into the stores. So just make sure that you're ready. You don't have to rush into it. And you do that, you'll save on payroll, utilities, and other expenses that you normally incur when your store is open. So if you continue to we're on Zoom, you guys, and Rich is waving his arms. I think he's well, fighting just, a bug. I'm, I'm thinking about something, George. <laughs> opening the store is almost like a grand opening after all this stuff. It should be fun. It should be a lot of activity. And if anybody's looking for ideas, all you have to do is call us because we do have ideas that you can do that will really bring smiles to customers' faces on an opening like this. Well, you want to do a, but of the, the shorter hours, do a soft opening to make sure that you have everything, and then you can plan for when you're going to do your grand reopening. Because you're right, you do. Need, I agree with you. You need to do that. It should be. But it should can, be gala. It should be like a grand opening of the store. I agree, but at first, let's make sure that you have the social distancing right. You have the boxes on the floor. You have the plexiglass protection at the checkout. You're taking care of how many fitting rooms you can have open, whether people can try things on or not. All of those things, um, take care of it, do a soft run first, and then plan your grand reopening. And you can make it fun too, like that store in Maryland. Use the inner tubes. Yeah. Is that <laughs> yeah. not a good idea? <laughs> You're like, I'm going to go into some place and put on, a, put on a giant baby seat so I can walk around the store. <laughs> that is kind of like what it. it is. It's the walk you know, you know, in a department store business, every time we had like a anniversary sale, big anniversary, 25th anniversary sale, or whatever the case, I always, always, always went to uh, the local florist and I would order like 150 long stem roses 
And I would say to the people near the front door, okay, you are the Rose Patrol. And when a woman comes in to the store, I want you to give her a long, a long stem rose and say thank you for coming to our anniversary. I'm telling you what, people loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. So, you know, I mean, there's some things you can do that don't cost a lot. You can get in for Neckland, and, but yeah, that'll really please customers. You know, so if I walked thing. in, I wouldn't get a rose? No, you wouldn't get a rose, but we'd probably give you a pair of socks. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and on that little, note... Little we... things mean a lot. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was trying to say something smart. But I, oh, I, I like socks, especially now. Socks are trendy. All right, guys. I think we've hit our uh, we've hit our time. <laughs> and <laughs> thank you everybody for listening to another episode of the Retail Adventures podcast with Kaiser and Bender and Baum. And as always, it is just an absolute pleasure being able to spend the week with you guys um, talking retail and hopefully making uh, you, our listeners, um, you know, giving you some things to think about and take back to your own uh, business. We know this is a tough time for you. We, this is a tough time for all of us. We're all pretty much going insane at this point. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty and there's a lot of questions. And hopefully, you know, Kaiser and Bender um, are able to answer those questions for you. Visit our Retail Adventures blog at retailadventuresblog.com. And there we have been updating it far more frequently than we normally do with all kinds of information about getting your store back on track, COVID-19 related and not. If you go to our webpage, kaiserandbender.com, at the very top, you'll see a box that talks about our webinars. You click on that. We're also doing a weekly webinar during and after COVID-19. So, and in addition to the, the Retail Adventures podcast with Jason, we're doing everything we can to give back to retailers to, to help them get over this hurdle. Jason? Yeah, you guys are doing that out of the kindness of your heart, which is like amazing. And you guys should, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, take advantage because these guys know everything when it comes to retail. I mean, <laughs> you guys are an education for me every week. Um, so I hope you're getting that at home. Plus, you're, you're pretty fun to talk to <laughs> or listen to. So, and we should do this live one day. I think we should take this to like Facebook Live or something and, and get some feedback from people live because I think that would be fun. All right, cool. You heard it here first. We could do it. We could do it from the store, Jason. We could do it right from the store. I would love to, to well, do that, that with you guys. Well, that would be kind of hard. We're in two different states. But we'll figure it out. Jason can figure it out. Jason we'll figure it out. Yeah, I get to do the hard work. <laughs> you guys just show up and talk. If it's impossible, it'll take 10 more minutes. If it's impossible, it'll take them 10 minutes. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So, what's 10 all right. Thanks again, guys. It has been a pleasure. And oh, join us next week. Uh, you can just, you know, what would be best for us is if you go on to the Apple Store, go on to Google Play, go on to Spotify, like us, subscribe to us, give us five stars or don't. I mean, you know, this is a free country and we want to hear what you think. So if you think it deserves a one star, you know, maybe leave it for someone else and, and then tell us. But yeah, give us five stars. Tell us how much you love us. We really need that feedback. <laughs> We're desperate. Yeah, I mean, from a value perspective, the price is right. That's right. Yeah, this is free. So come on. Thanks again, guys. We'll, we'll see you next week. Take care and stay safe.